Hello and welcome to the Bodcast Station, where you get to hear from some of the world's biggest fans of your human body. Today we'll be hearing from Karen Urbanik, a holistic healthcare practitioner, creator of the Therapeutic Nutritional Counselor Certification, CEO of Holistic Health Educators, and mother to 11 children. This is a replay of one of her radio shows. Enjoy! Get ready for a science-based, highly educational, fast-paced episode of Mastering Your Body with your host, Karen Urbanik. With decades of experience in working with clients, she's here to do one thing, educate and motivate you to take control of your health, one cell at a time, right from your kitchen. Thank you for joining me. We are going to have a ride today. We are talking about the gut microbe health, and this is Karen Urbanic, your cell health protector, and this health of your gut microbiome is everything. So stop, just like stop thinking, stop doing, well, don't think, I mean, don't stop thinking if you're driving, but like literally put everything you've learned about health behind you and think about your gut microbiome. And so bacteria, we've all been taught, especially in the last 10 years, that bacteria is bad. Bacteria is bad. Oh, we have antibacterials. We have to use antibacterial soap. We have to use antibacterial, you know, Perel sanitizer. Oh my gosh, kill them all. No, you have more bacteria in your body than you do human cells. You have 10 times more bacteria than you do human cells. Bacteria literally are keeping you alive. It is your bacteria that is helping in your small intestine to break apart your proteins and amino acids. It is your bacteria that's breaking apart your sugar and the simple sugars is your bacteria that is literally fighting off and, and building your immune system and, and getting rid of different invaders in the body, viruses and parasites and bacterias, the, the ones that are dangerous. Like literally your bacteria is you. And I know people often think, well, you know, and, okay, some of this, by the way, is going to be a little gross because we're talking about bacteria and how it comes out of you <laughs> and, some, and some things it does on the inside, but it's really cool to learn about. So if I say something that's disturbing, it won't be too disturbing. This is still rated G. But um, anyhow, this bacteria is literally from, it's on your skin. You have microbiome not only on in your gut, you have microbiome on your skin. You have it throughout the entire body and bacteria is amazing. Let's talk about bacteria. We're going to focus today on gut health. So we're going to focus on the gut microbiome. We're going to talk about the four hours, you know, hours. We're going to talk about, you know, quite a bit, but let's just get rolling on what is bacteria. And just something fun, you have a lot of bacteria in your colon and that bacteria is trying its hardest to make sure that we have gotten all of the nutrients out of the food that you have consumed and that the fiber, which is coming out of your colon, uh, is all that's left is just the fiber. Well, when you have a bowel movement, this is the cool part, 60% of your stool is bacteria. I'm not kidding. Living or dead, it is bacteria. Its only purpose was to make sure you had a great bowel movement. And every time you have a bowel movement, you are looking at 50 to 60% of that movement being bacteria. So those there are more than a thousand species alone in your large colon, and they all have specific jobs. And we only know a few, right? We're only, we only really understand a few different bacteria. And we'll talk, we'll talk about probiotics and prebiotics in this episode. We'll talk about a lot of different really cool things. Um, but let's talk about what bacteria does. So every single day, you know, all day long, your bacteria is creating gas. We all have gas all day long. Uh, the gas from our gut bacteria or our microbiome is our literally our fingerprint. You could literally take someone's gas, as disgusting as this might sound, and you would know who they were. You'd know all about them by just looking at what's coming out of them. 
and we're actually exposed to our very first bacteria at birth. We have no bacteria in the womb. We do not have bacteria in the womb. Our very, very, very first exposure is exposed to lactobacillus as we come out of our mother. They, we have So we look at, okay, if I didn't come out of my mother vaginally, I wasn't exposed to healthy bacteria, and you weren't. So the mother, for the few, last few weeks before the baby is going to be coming, the mother's body is creating this incredible amount of lactobacillus and different bacteria. So when the baby is born, it is covered in this bacteria. And then the baby is brought to the breast, and the baby is wiping its head back and forth you know, th- uh, against the breast, putting lactobacillus all over the breast. So when the baby goes to the breast to nurse, boom, the baby is then bringing into her body or his body the first beginning of bacteria. And it's so the birth is literally going to set our immune system. We are literally setting our child's immune system up at birth. Are we having a vaginal delivery? Are we having a C-section? Are we going to breastfeed the baby? Are we going to bottle feed the baby? Because both of them are going to be exposed to different bacterias. Are you going to have a home birth? Or are you going to have a birth at the hospital? Home births have a lot more bacteria, which is usually very awesome because your child exposed to this, this bacteria and can build an immunity immediately to many of the bacterias. Where when we're born in sterile hospital environments, often the children have more allergies because their immune system was so suppressed from the very beginning. Are there animals in the house? Are there animals present at the birth? Are there people in the birthing room? Oh my gosh. Okay. So by the last baby I had, because of course we had, you know, what if I had seven of them? By the last baby, the whole room was full of people because I could care less at that point, right? Even uh, our adopted son, uh, my stepson was there. Like we had all this whole room full of people and all the kids because it didn't matter. Well, that's awesome. Look at all the different bacteria that this child was exposed to. Um, are, were there vaccinations given? Were there antibiotics given during birth? Both of which we would never you know, recommend right at birth um, because that immune system is just so precious and fragile. And so all these different bacteria that we're exposed to at birth and for the first three years of our life literally can determine our health. Boom. How's that for you? Pretty exciting. And I know all of you are probably driving in the car or sitting at home thinking, where was I born? What was I exposed to? What am I exposed to? <laughs> right. And it's really cool to think of your own children and what they are exposed to because as we grow up, we get exposed to more and more. And so as we grow up, we get exposed to bacteria by the countries that we visit. Um, being on an airplane, being at airports, what are we breathing? Okay, something disgusting. When you start falling in love with boys and girls and you start French kissing, ooh, 80 million bacteria are exchanged. And I'm not kidding. Some of those bacteria can be eating your teeth. So you could have literally gotten bad teeth from somebody you had been kissing 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and you just loved kissing. And boom, you inherited a whole bunch of that person's bacteria that started rotting your teeth. So Double think who you're going to be kissing, okay? Are there contaminants in your water? Antibiotics in the animal foods that you're that you're eating. So you're eating a piece of beef, and was it given antibiotics? How are we killing off and altering our microbiome, the microbiome of our body? So by age two, most children, by the way, have had three rounds of antibiotics. Of course, I'm 
I am someone who doesn't preach antibiotics. There's many natural antibiotics that people can use, but it's something important to realize because when we use antibacterial soap, we use Perel hand sanitizer or any kind of sanitizers, when we're using things that are killing bacteria, we're killing the good bacteria, not just the bad bacteria. And by killing our good bacteria, we are looking at a devastating health consequence here uh, in, 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 in our country. And because we're literally altering our microbiome. Now, interesting, interesting, interesting. So if you look at the side effects of prescription drugs, what is the number one side effect on every prescription drug is constipation? Why? This is so cool because it alters the microbiome. It literally, and microbes are what make you have a bowel movement. If you don't have microbiome, if you don't have a healthy gut bacteria, you're constipated all the time. You have to have gut bacteria in order to have these great bowel movements. It's called microbiology. Oh, I know it. It's amazing. So um, adrenaline, by the way, is very harmful to the gut microbiome. So we're going to talk about some things that we can do, some things that we can do. Oh, oh my gosh, I can't wait to share with you some studies. So hang in here. So stress is terrible for our health. So literally almost all of your neurotransmitters, serotonin is made in your gut. Half of your neurotransmitter dopamine is made in your gut. Depression is a gut microbiome issue. So the stress that we have is killing off our microbiome. And when we don't have a healthy gut microbiome, we don't have neurotransmitters being made. And neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, those are what make you happy. There's what give you your drive. So if you're like, man, I'm really fatigued. I just don't have any energy anymore. I don't really have the drive that I used to. Oh, yeah, maybe I could eat some salads and some vegetables, but I really don't have any energy. It literally could be that you've killed off your gut microbiome, and so you don't have serotonin being made. You don't have dopamine being made. And so really key is to understand that gut microbiome is in charge of making you a bowel movement so you can keep your body clean, because if you don't have a bowel movement, it just gets reabsorbed into the bloodstream, and that's disgusting. We, You're just, you know... Just gross. Anyhow, and so we want to look at, okay, we need to de-stress our life. We need to replenish the gut microbiome. Um, and by the way, GABA is also um, in the gut. Whenever we're working with a client and they've got a GABA deficiency, I know right away we're looking at the microbiome and we're going to fix the microbiome, which is easy to do and boom, get their GABA making, um, you know, well. By the way, a bunch of studies have been done on mice, um, mice uh, that have been given quote unquote autism and then they use probiotics. Boom. A huge effect um, on the autistic mice when they start getting probiotics. Probiotics can stop leaky gut. Uh, They can stop the microbes from leaking into the bloodstream. Absolutely phenomenal. So really, we're looking at this gut microbiome is key to a lot of our health issues. Here's the studies I couldn't wait to share with you. Um, So identical twins. So they took two identical twins. One was obese and the other one's very thin. These are human beings. And they harvested the gut microbiome from both of these women. So one obese woman, one that was thin. And they gave the microbiome to two different mice. And the mouse who received the microbiome from the obese woman became obese. And the mouse that received the gut microbiome from the thin woman remained very, very thin. I know, this is amazing, right? So gut microbiomes from a timid mouse were put into a sterile form, right? And so they were put into a sterile mouse and the mouse became timid. Microbes from an aggressive mouse were put into another sterile mouse and that mouse became very aggressive, so there's a lot of studies being done. And what can we do with harvesting the microbiome, which might sound gross, but if you've not heard of fecal transplants, they're amazing because you can actually change someone's health by using fecal implants and by changing their microbiome. So you, if you're like grossed out by that, totally understandable, but then at least change your gut microbe health by changing up the probiotics. Anyhow, so and people with a, you know, the people with a healthy gut microbiome, they don't crave sugar. 
they don't, you know, and people with an imbalance by gut microbiome, they crave sugar. Uh, so there's a lot of things that influence uh, and that influence our gut microbiome when we eat. Will influence them. Oh my gosh, our hormones, the gut, mi- the gut microbes, they can actually influence hormones. And so you'll think you're having a hormonal reaction when you're really just having a gut microbiome reaction. Um, they can affect how we sleep, our mood, our hunger, just so much more. So allergies are a really common thing, right? We had, um, I had several clients yesterday and one of them was just loaded with allergies. He's like, my gosh, where did all these come from? I've been dealing with this histamine problem. And I'm like, it's the gut, you know, because we literally, we can get allergies simply because the gut microbiomes that break down constituents aren't present. We killed them off with antibiotics. We killed them off by using Perel every day, right? Or we never fed our microbes. So the back, there's bacteria that are in the small intestine, in the colon, that are helping you break down constituents so you don't have an allergy. But if you don't have those microbiome, those bacteria there, well, then you're not going to be able to fight it off and you're going to get an allergen. It's going to leak into the gut and boom, you've got leaky gut and the white blood cells go crazy and whoop, 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 alert. You now have an allergy, you know, to almonds. And so we can introduce new microbes to heal the allergies. That's what's so amazing. So uh, anyhow, so where would I go? Okay, let's talk about probiotics and prebiotics. So probiotics are... You've heard everybody's taking probiotics, right? And there's different strains of probiotics, and some probiotics are shelf-stable, and some probiotics are found in the refrigerator. My take on this, and remember that we, I've, this is what I've studied. We've owned health food stores. We've worked with a lot of people. Those um, different strains are needed. So you should be having different probiotics. Change your probiotics every four to six weeks. Bring in some good natural, um, you know, raw, fermented foods. Your fermented sauerkraut is going to have different probiotics than your fermented kimchi or your fermented green beans. So look, or fermented pickles. Uh, you can do different strains of probiotics, not only naturally, but you can grow them. Very, very, very easy recipe is take a can of raw organic, not raw, but a can of coconut milk or coconut cream and you, it's organic and you go ahead and open it up, pull the cream out, which is at the top and then half of the liquid. So you've taken one can, you've taken out the cream, half the liquid and then put it in a quart jar or a pint jar and open up two probiotic capsules and put those probiotic capsules in that coconut. Put a little piece of cheesecloth on that baby and let it sit there for 48 hours on your counter. And you're now going to have a cup and a half or two cups of a probiotic rich food. So those two probiotic capsules that you paid for have now just given you a cup and a half of different probiotics. So what is a prebiotic? Well, a prebiotic is what feeds the probiotic. And so you know, prebiotics, there's so many, you know, chicory root and leeks and Jerusalem artichokes, jicama, dandelion greens, garlic, onions, bananas. Those don't digest in the small intestine. So they pass through the large intestine and then they're fermented by the microflora. They feed the probiotics. So prebiotics are very important to be eating. And you're going to eat them naturally in your uh, produce if you're eating a wide variety of produce. Oh my gosh, I can't forget to mention that. The wider the variety of produce that you eat, the wider variety of probiotics that you produce and that you have in your body. So if you only eat three different vegetables, well, you're going to have a very a very small range of probiotics naturally in the body. If you're eating 17 different vegetables a week or 24 different vegetables a week, you're going to have a much more dynamic and diverse microbiome. Very, very, very important. So those... Anyhow, so just a note, um, complex carbohydrates, by the way, and that's all your pastas and your breads and your, your cookies and your cakes and all that junk, they're not digested very well and, and they feed the harmful bacteria. So we really, really, really are, 
encourage you to avoid the sugars and avoid those things. So the raw nuts, raw seeds, veggies, fruits, those lean meats, um, phenomenal. Uh, and you've heard of the four R's. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but the four R's to gut health. And the first one is to remove. And I'm going to kind of quickly go through this. So um, anyhow, so number number one would be remove. The first thing we want to do is remove the cause of inflammation in the gut. So if you're dealing with raw gut health and you've had gas and bloating and digestive issues, this this is for you. So the first thing you do is remove things that are causing inflammation in the gut. So that would be your nightshades. And nightshades are like tomatoes, white potatoes, eggplants, and all your peppers. So you're going to remove all of those nightshades and you're going to move all of your grain. And your grain, wheat, corn, oats, belt, you know, barley, uh, you can remove all those. You can have a little bit of rice. And we prefer black rice, um, but you can have a little bit of rice, so don't don't worry. And then remove all of your milk based products. And and I'm not a milk I'm not a milk pers- you know connoisseur or promoter, and I'm actually from Wisconsin. So anyhow, and so we remove the milk, and then remove your synthetic sweeteners and sugars, soybeans, legumes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again, so you can write it down. All your nightshades, tomato, white potatoes, eggplants, peppers, all your grain except for rice all your milk and all your milk-based products, synthetic sweeteners and sugar alcohols, and then soy, beans, and legumes, including peanuts. And that's just for four weeks. So we're going to do this for four weeks. Number one, you're going you're to feel good. So trust me on this. But then we're going to replace, right? So we're going to do that removal over four weeks. We're going to try to do that for a good solid four weeks, and then we're going to be replacing. We're going to be doing some replacing. And that is we're going to be taking digestive enzymes. We're going to be taking digestive, digestive enzymes, some maybe some hydrochloric acid. Um, so you could do, um, and there's so many varieties of digestive enzymes out there and hydrochloric acid supplements. I will put a plug in though, hydrochloric acid supplements. I don't recommend the one with pepsin. So if you're going to go to the health food store and look for HCL, please look for one that doesn't have pepsin because again, if you start taking pepsin, the body's going to stop making pepsin naturally. So the hydrochloric acid supplement you're taking, you're not going to need forever because when you start changing your diet, your body will naturally start making all the hydrochloric acid that it needs. And you can come, we can do a consultation. I can help you with that. But, um, but, but just look for an HDL that does not have pepsin. That would be my, my recommendation, taken however you want. Uh, anyhow, and then you're going to repopulate for four weeks. And that repopulation is we're going to restore that balance to the healthy gut and, and, and the body with healthy bacteria. And that's when you're going to bring in all these wonderful probiotics, right? So we're going to do probiotics. And I'd recommend at least 20 billion, you know, forming units right away, a good misc of lactobacillus and bifidus cultures. Now, I will mention, if you have MTHFR, you do not want lactobacillus. And I'll mention this anytime I'm talking about MTHFR, because people have MTHFR and they're eating yogurt and they're eating sauerkraut and they're doing all, and they're taking probiotics and it's making it worse. But you literally can't be taking lactobacillus if you have MTHFR. So just putting it out there. So if you have MTHFR, please don't take, you can, you can find other, you can find good probiotics that don't have lactobacillus. Um, I know Sun Warrior makes a really good one that does not have any lactobacillus in it. So you're doing probiotics for that four weeks, for another four weeks. And then once the gut has healed, so you've, you've removed the foods that are causing inflammatory issues, right? You're replacing with the good digestive enzymes and hydrochloric acid. You've changed your diet. Now you're repopulating with these good healthy gut microbiomes, you know, with all these probiotics. Now you're repairing. And repairing is wonderful. You, you know, you can do a glutamine powder. You can do GI products. You can, if you go online, you'll find a numerous variety. And one line, 
I do like is Designs for Health. There's many lines out there, but that's one of the, the products that we enjoyed um, representing. But there's some great products that are just there for like GI repair and GI health. And there'll be a combination. You Now, if, if you don't want to spend as much money, then look at doing this yourself. And you want to look at marshmallow root and uh, you want to do marshmallow, slippery elm, licorice. Those are all things you can buy at a health food store and make your own powders and make your own teas. And that will help to re- to reline and repair the small intestine and the colon. So again, if you're experiencing any kind of common digestive issue like gas and bloating and reflux and indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, uh, IBS, Crohn's, colitis, these are all things that using these four R's can help you repair. The digestion of nutrients and absorption of nutrients is so vital, so vital to our immune system. And so you want to make sure that we are following those, those, those methods. Um, so we're looking at, okay, we have our gut microbiome, we have our skin microbiome, we have our, we literally have biome, our bacteria throughout our, most of our body. And if we can keep them healthy and happy, then we're going to be able to repair our gut and we're going to be able to have more energy and we're going to be able to get rid of certain diseases literally by changing the, the bacterial count of our body. Now, Part of what we teach is how to live with energy, how not to get sick, and how to build up the immune system. So just a quick plug here. If this is the first time you listen to the show, well, oh my gosh, you've already missed so much. I know. I talk fast, so please don't write into the producer, dear Caden, and complain about how fast I talk um, because I'm not probably going to slow down because there's just so much to get in in you know a half an hour. And literally... My favorite thing to do is literally be on a stage and be presenting. So you can pop online on i2h2e.com and watch a lot of videos, get in, you know, get immersed in our courses. You can follow me on Facebook, KarenSolisticHealth.com. I've got hundreds of videos out there as well. Uh, and just get immersed in this because you really are the master of your body. You really are going to make a difference in your probiotic health today, like right now. Like, what are you drinking? Oh my gosh, put that down. Like, I don't know what you're drinking, but if it's a Mountain Dew or if it's a coffee, just put it down because it's not not going to be helping your gut microbiome. And if you can at least bring in more things to help you with your gut microbiome and cut back down on some of the things that that hurt it, that's a great way to start. So maybe instead of using the hand sanitizers, you can make your own or you can pick up some at the health food store that are all natural and they're using essential oils and they will not kill your healthy biker, your healthy bacteria. So you want to look at, okay, if I'm going to eat dinner tonight, I'm also going to bring in some raw sauerkraut or I'm going to get some, make some coconut yogurt. I'm going to take some probiotics tomorrow morning. So if you're looking at what I'm going to do with my children, I've just screwed them all up. Don't worry. Remember how your cells grow and divide over and over and over and over. And if you missed that, um, that show, please go to my website so you can listen to that. But you want to be able to change your children's health as well. And so don't worry, just start putting, making some smoothies in the morning and putting some of that coconut yogurt you just made into your smoothies. Go ahead and add some probiotics to their diet. You can go ahead and take some of the things away that are causing more stress on their uh, bacterial count. And so again, just look for ways that you can make a difference in your, in your microbiome health. And if you need any more help, Please don't be, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to our staff. We are waiting to help people. That's what we do. That's what I've been doing for decades, right? We just want to help you feel amazing. We want you to, to recognize that you are the master of your body. And I have to put a big shout out for all of our listeners because we have people literally listening to this in China every morning, like when they wake up. So this is really exciting. We have people on different continents, uh, listening to our presentation here coming from our broadcasting out of our Southern Utah location and we just want to thank you for joining us. And because 
because your bodies are just the same as ours. What you're eating is a little bit different. Some of you are eating much better than we're eating in our current locations, and some of you aren't. And so we all can work on this together to literally create a gut health that will help us all get rid of dis-ease and live with energy and not be sick again. So you can do this. You can all do this right now. You can start making changes today to your healthy bacteria count and your sick bacteria count. And remember, one healthy cell equals two healthy cells and one sick cell equals two sick cells. So everything you do right now, everything you do today is going to aid in giving you better cell health or it's going to give you poorer cell health. And you can do this. Can I hear a hallelujah? Hallelujah. You guys got this. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next week. Give our office a call. Our office manager is just a hoot. Uh, she's out in, in Colorado, and she's just adorable, adorable. and she's 262-339-4024. Uh, but thank you for joining me, and under, and I hope that you're getting inspired through these series to understand that you are the master of your body, and if you're looking to take control of your health, there's no further to look than right there in front of you. Start in the kitchen. Start exercising. Start breathing. Start choosing the awesome people to hang around, around you, and you are going to watch your life change. Thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular day.